Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And thank you for coming back for the second part of a two-part interview with Young Youth, my friend from Nashville, independent songwriter, hip-hop artist, and a man that just brings the fire. Join us as we continue the second half of our conversation. There is this element of like fury inside of these songs, inside of inside of your songs. Um, where, where do you? Where does that come from for you? Where does that? Where does that piece come from? Because I, I think there's a there's and I, you're tapping into that. And one of the things I believe that you know a lot of times, especially as men, um, uh, fury and anger, we're told to put that away. We're told to bury it. We're told to not show it. We're told to. Uh, not, you know, don't get angry, don't get over emotional, don't get all this, don't, don't go there. But uh, I have a belief that anger is, uh, and fury, um, directed the right way is actually a creative force. In fact, I mean, right. God gets angry, right? God gets angry. We are images of God. So part of our nature is to get angry. It's just a matter of what we get angry at. Is right. The key. right. And where are we, are we, developed enough and mature enough to be able to direct our anger and fury into a creative force. Like it's the fire to that creates the, is the, like feeds the furnace. Right. And that, and like, I, I look at some, these songs. I mean, in fact, I mean, that was what I was angry the day that I published this podcast, the first one, but I can see that, that in these songs, it's like, like it was fire that led to the song. Right. Talk to me about that. Some of these, I mean, you got only one King fighter, never stop. Can't take it from me. Untouchable. Like, boom. Like it's, it's just fire. Talk to me about that. So I believe that anyone should be able to do what they want to do as long as they're not hurting other people. As long as you know, you're, you're loving yourself, other people, then go out and live your truth. And that's what makes me, angry and furious is when people will try to to tell people that they shouldn't or or when people get backed into a corner where they they don't feel like there's hope or they they feel like because we all feel that sometimes but i don't want people to feel that way i want people to realize how great that they are that they that they really are and, and it's not even a can be thing. It's like you are, you just got to recognize that and bring it out. And, you know, that's, that's, a, that's what I want for people to hear. And that's why when I make songs like that, it's like, it's like you said, it's not an angry, like, Oh, my, my parents wouldn't let me go do this thing. So now I'm angry. It's like, no, I'm angry because people are putting limitations on my freedom. And I'm, I'm angry because people are trying to tell me who I am or what I am when they don't even know who or what they are. And, um, that to me, it's really important that, that I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, to delve into like ego and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm dope. And this is why I'm, uh, doing all this. But I really do think it's, it's just not about me all the time. And, um, and I want, when I make a song for people to, 
to not just think, oh my gosh, all this guy ever does is talk about himself. It should be like, no, like I'm just trying to pass along what I've learned. And for me, there's been a lot of times, especially as you, you know, you brought it up earlier, like the ginger rapper kid and who doesn't necessarily fit what people think. There have been a lot of times where people have said, Hey, you shouldn't, you're a rapper. You should just rap. You shouldn't sing. It's better for your brand. You should just do this. You should, I had someone once tell me that I should uh, kick a member of my band out, my keys player, because his hair, they didn't like his hair. They thought it was a bad aesthetic look. And, um, you know, there's a whole lot of that. And there's a whole lot of like material image based sort of stuff that, that people make decisions based upon. And I want for people that listen to my music to realize like, Hey, it's okay to be yourself, whatever that means. As long as you're not hurting people, if you are hurting people, then maybe you need to go talk to someone or, you know, get that, get that figured out, stop doing that. But, um, yeah, like even, even red, that was kind of the situation was like, and can't take it from me. I just like, you can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to derive my self-worth from, from what someone who has a completely limited understanding of me does. Um, and I think we're all, we're all people that, you know, even with you, it's like, you're, you're so much more than, than a person that, that works in sales. You know, it's like, you're a father, you are a husband, you are a spiritual person, you're a hu- you're just a human being. And I think that's at the, that's the bottom of it is like, we're all human. And we all feel happy. We all feel the full range of emotions, you know, that's, we feel that the pressure and, but we also feel the joy. And I just want to bring that out whenever I can, whether that's the pressure or the joy. There is God's will that is a point between where I am now and where I am going in the future, right? Or where God has set up for me to go if I choose. And that, at any given time, I'm either moving away from or towards God's will, right? Like my decisions are either taking me away from it or towards it. A lot of times we'll go way, way from it and then it'll get really, really painful and then we'll turn back and come back mm. and then we'll go, we'll drift again and we'll come back. But here's something that like speaking to what you're talking about here is that the more we attempt to be ourselves, the more we attempt, the more we choose make choices that are towards God's will, there is going to be a gravitational pull from the world. Right. All those, the guy that, you know, says, get your keyboard player out of here. The guy that, you know, says, Hey, you should do this. You should do that. Those are voices from over here. Whenever you've made a decision to go towards what you know is right, there's always going to be this gravitational pull trying to pull you back. Mm -hmm. You heard the, the call to make this song only one king, and at, you know, then you have this 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 crisis about it, trying to pull you and stop you from publishing that. Oh yeah, and there's like over three million views. I mean, only three million song uh, like uh, plays on Spotify of that song. Number one, right, right. The one, the one that you almost didn't do, right. But look, the statistics show that that was the right choice. But had you listened to the voices of the world? Yeah, I was freaking out. Right. And, and this is also some kind of like a, a weird tangent. Like 
a big thing I've started to realize, like one of the motivations for me is, is um, to show people, Hey, you can do it too. And that's a big part of the reason why I've, in my opinion, kind of been independent to the extent that I have been so far. I'm an independent person a lot of the times and I, and I'm not going to act like there haven't been a lot of people that have helped me along the way because the community is extremely important. And, um, but I, so I, like I said, I grew up in Louisville. I, was, I tell people this all the time. There's a band in Louisville called My Morning Jacket. They're awesome. Love them. So the lead singer of that band, Jim James, went to the same high school as me. When I was in my senior year, I did a journalism class and we had to write some articles. And my, I did an interview with him and it was, they had released an album called Z. And I was a huge fan. I'd seen him live before, but I got to interview them and, or interview him rather. And when I did, I, I think that was one of the most motivating things ever for me because it just, it kind of helps you realize, oh, this is just a person. This is just a guy. Uh, not to like get too mundane with it, but I always say, like, everybody poops, you know? Uh, and, so this guy is incredible and I was looking up to him and then he uh, was going from Kentucky to Nashville and back and forth and they made it, you know, they quote unquote made it. They did their thing. They're now a band. They're making a career out of this. And everyone always says like, you can't do this or whatever, but to see someone else do it, I'm like, well, now you can't actually say that it's not doable. Um, so if I, if I can do it, then chances are you can too. And granted, there are some things like I do have certain privileges that have helped me to have access to, uh, certain things that maybe not everyone could have had. Um, but I do believe that if we show each other that things are possible, then there's a much higher likelihood that people will try to uh, achieve or see the outcome of those possibilities. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I, that's something I, I refer to as creating a wake. Like is that, um, Jim was in motion, right? So he was in motion. He'd made decisions. He'd made tough decisions. He was going and he took, picked it, picked a direction and went. And it's like a boat going through the water, right? He passed by yep. and hit wake it collided with you mm -hmm. and you might've been in this, this, this loop. You might've been going in a circle about, Oh, I can't do it. It can't be done. It can't be done. All of a sudden this wake hits you and kind of goes, Whoa, like, what was that? I, I, Oh, I see this. Somebody went by and then you have a decision. Okay. I, I'm going to start moving. And then you've been moving and you've made decision after decision, after decision to keep moving, keep publishing, keep talking, keep, you know, creating. And, uh, there are people, I'm sure you, I'm sure you experience this, but there are people, I mean, again, like I was collided by your wake. I mean, right. And now here we are creating another one. Bingo. Right. So somebody else is going to hear this podcast and be like, ah, oh, I could never do a podcast. I could never be a musician. I could never whatever. And now because you listen to this podcast, you're kind of, you're kind of screwed because you know, it's possible. <laughs> By just normal guys. Right. <laughs> it's nothing, no superpowers here. Just, just decisions. Right. Just and decisions that are scary. And yeah, right. And 
that's that's if I had a message, I would say that's what the message is. Like believe in yourself and believe that you can like don't listen to the voices that say why. Listen to the voice that says why not. Bingo. Um, that voice that says why, um, those voices are never from God. Right. They're, 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 never, they're never from the divine. They're from the enemy that wants to keep the divine hidden. And again, it takes, it takes courage to step into that again and again and again. And that can take any context. That can be your creation. It could be your musician. Your, you know, it could be in your family. It could be in your business. Um, it can be in your, your sales game, whatever it is. <clears throat> there, there's, I can almost guarantee you, if you're listening to this today, you're, there's some aspect of, of where you're being told, I'm not enough. Who are you? What do you, you know, who do you think you are? Why not? And wherever those voices are is a map. And that tells you exactly where to go. Right. Got to use that echolocation. <laughs> yes. Um, what was I, um, oh, so this is something that I was like, you know, and I, I've worked, I wasn't, uh, I've only been like a full-time artist slash musician for almost a year. Um, okay. Really, I was, you know, I had to do working multiple jobs trying to get, trying to get to where I am. So it, it took okay. a long time, like you're saying. And um, I, there was a moment, there was one chapter along the way where I had, I'd, it's actually when I made like Water Into Wine and that project Ambrosia, I, I quit my job and I was like, I'm going to do this. Like we're going all the way. I still didn't fully understand everything. So I like, I quit my job and I'm like, all right, um, we're going to do this. It's going to happen now. Everything's going to happen so quickly. No, it's not going to happen that quickly. But I was in a down spot and I one day watched this interview and I'm paraphrasing, but it was, it was Will Smith. And he was talking about at the time he was the highest paid actor in the world. And whoever he was talking to, they said, well, like, what does it take to be the best actor in the world? And he's like, well, I'm actually not the best actor by any means. He's like, I, uh, he's like, I'm mediocre. He's like, what I'm good at is showing up and doing what I'm here to do. And mm. he's like, so that's, he's like, if I had a recipe for success, it would be that I just show up every day, sometimes on days when I don't even want to and do what I'm here to do. And after so many times of doing this, that snowball effect becomes uh, unavoidable. You can't, mm. it's like, you couldn't, you know, you might, you might, uh, think that my music or art is, is whatever, but if I just keep coming to work and keep doing this and putting care into this, then eventually it will become something that you can't just brush off. Mm. And, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to share that because that was, that was an interview that like stuck with me. That was probably five or six years ago. And I still yeah. think about it all the time. Well, it's about banking deposits, right? It's not, uh, you know, the most powerful force in the universe, compound interest. And, wow. and uh, you know, <laughs> Albert Einstein said, I think, and, and, you know, you keep making these deposits 
And just like in compound interest, it's tiny deposit and the thing looks like there's not a whole lot in the account for a long time. And then all of a sudden it goes exponential. And that's just a law of the universe. And so it's the same game as you can't predict how long, what that curve is going to be. But what you can predict is that by continuing to make deposits again and again and again is, is going to deliver like the end. A great, uh, I heard uh, Ed Milet, who is a podcaster and you know, speaker and just a great guy that I, that I follow. He was talking about the other day on his, his, his show, he was talking about so many people don't stay around long enough to make the withdrawal. They make the deposits for a long time and then they go, there's nothing in the account and they quit. And they don't know that just 12 months later is when everything catches, right? And so... Uh, I think that's so important in in music, right? There's so many people that give up early. It's you know Will Smith. You say, well, he's a highest paid actor, but he's been doing this for decades of showing up, right? Um, sales game, right? You don't get the the big account by just showing up the first time. It takes it can take years. It can take years of continuing to deposit. It can be take years of continuing to you know be in the marketplace and speak and you know, connect and talk. It's thousands of phone calls, whatever it may take. Those, it's all about these deposits. And, and, and again, the whole game is not perfection game. It's just showing up. Right. Like just show up. The end. It's kind of a fun fact that you may not know. Um, I actually have a sales background as well. Um, okay. I, um, I worked in sales for a company called Nashville Scene here in town. I was doing okay. accounts for selling essentially, uh, I, I, I studied like advertising. It was called integrated strategic communications, uh, but it was a little bit more focused on account management side of things. Yeah. Um, and I, I wonder, you know, after having this conversation with you right now, like some of that, that not the anger, but some of that like drive comes from, you know, it's like how many times do you get told no doing that? You know, when you, you go to, when you had to like cold call or like go to someone's business or you're just trying to, trying to make something happen, make it, bring it in. And they're just, you know, people are not going to be with it. Um, and that happens, but maybe it's one of those things where, like you said, you keep watering that plant, you, you show back up, you build and develop a relationship. And then maybe that sale ends up happening. Um, maybe that's, maybe that I, maybe I've just been trying to sell myself on this idea that I can do it. That's, that's why I try to sell myself is like, Hey, I can do this. I need to like convince myself that sometimes. Even. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. So, so, um, you know, two other things I think that, that are interesting. I'd like to, like to maybe touch on. I mean, one is, um, one of the things I've noticed about your music is you have a lot of collaboration. Like there's one, this thing about not doing it alone, right? A lot of times we'll think that we have to do this stuff alone. Right. Especially as men, right? We'll isolate ourselves and we'll be like, dude, like everybody get out of my way. I'm just going to do this mm -hmm. and isolation. And the truth is, is that like nobody ever got to the top of Mount Everest by themselves, right? Like they always had people. They always had people all along the way. And it's one thing that you got, you know, people that come into your life, but then there's another thing about, you know, who do you, who's on your team and who do you collaborate with? And 
Um, I mean, you've got you've got some collaborations. You mind sh- just sharing some maybe some some thoughts about some of your folks you've connect- collaborated with? I mean, your your music has led me to find all kinds of other some of your some of your partners. That's amazing. That are just like powerful too. And you've got this whole community of like songs that are all interconnected. Can you share with some of those who some of those people are? Yeah. And like the connection there. First, I want to say that I just like you said, I used to feel that way of like I have to do it on my own. And mm-hmm. maybe that's ego, pride, um, preconceived notions of like, this is what, this is what I've been told that it was. It's like, oh, the people that make it, it's like, there's just like one person working with one other person. And I did yeah. that for quite some time. And then I realized after a while, I was like, I, I think I worked with one other person. I had a buddy, uh, Josh Hawkins, he goes by Super Duper as his producer name. And he... It was my very first show in Nashville. He sent me like a, uh, a tweet DM and was just like, Hey, I think I'm going to come to your show. Um, would love to meet. And he's like, I'm a producer. And I listened to the link that he sends me. And I'm like, dude, this is everything that I've been wanting. Mm. Uh, it, it was like a divine messenger, like here. Um, and we worked and I was, I learned so much from working with him and from, and, and that's what I've started to realize. Like I learned from every person that I work with, every person that I encounter, whether that be in music or just in life in general. Um, and you brought up the word isolation. And I think that it's really important. It's something that I just kind of, I feel like over the past year or two really started to get in my head is that there's a huge difference between um, isolation and solitude. Uh, I believe that, that isolation is a lot of times based more on like fear and protection, which is like a survival instinct sort of thing. You know, if you're a caveman, you got to run from a lion a little bit sometimes, but, but solitude is a way more like loving sort of it, it, it's like that it's complete opposite ends of the spectrum almost. And, um, and isolation is, I believe is a lot of times unhealthy, whereas solitude, I don't know if that is, I don't think it's that unhealthy. Oh, that's what Superman had, right? He had a fortress of solitude. Right. And so if you look at that on each end, I mean, what men will do, and I mean, I'm just going to speak to men, like we, we will do this thing where we will go and isolate ourselves from 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 friends and our wives potentially and things like that. And we might isolate ourselves. It might, I say it might not be you in a room by yourself. It could be isolation just in burying yourself in something, some sedation, mm-hmm. some work, or whatever else. It's some sedation that that isolates you and cuts you off from others. And a lot of times, if you find yourself in that place, it's because of you know, shame and guilt. It's, it's, there's shame and guilt around some things. And then in that place, guess what? The serpents come in and they pile it on because you're further isolating yourself and you get into this pit. And, and a lot of times that's where men are finding themselves. They're really isolated right. because they're there. And I, I had found myself in that place many times um, in the past, you know, when you're four days on the road, right. exactly. you're, you know, you're, 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 you're grinding and it's all about, I've got to get this and I got to get that number and I got to get the quota and I got to get the, you know, and I'm, and, and then, you know, it leads you to these sedations that are things you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And then you feel guilt and shame because of that. So I further isolate and it's this vicious cycle yeah. into the pit. 
versus the other side, which is this fortress of solitude idea, which I think is beautiful, which is, yes, you know what, men and women, we all need this place of willingness to give ourselves space where I believe that's a place of intentional space to hear God's voice and create and do and like really get grounded. It's like a place of grounding in that, in that solitude. Right. I mean, Christ went away to pray. Like he went and found a desolate place. He was in solitude whenever he prayed, right? He, he went and found that quiet place away from everybody. And that's, that's, mirror, like, that's what helps you. Like when you come back from that solitude, you're, it's like a recharge. Whereas if you're isolated, if you're isolated, then when you come back, you're still, something's not there. It's like your, uh, your iPhone hasn't been plugged in. And, uh, but you know, to, to get back to the, the, the people that really I work with and are inspire me, that's, it's like, that's a loop. That's like a feedback loop of positivity. Uh, I have friends. It, it's crazy. When I first moved to Nashville, I knew one person here. Literally, I knew one person. It's my homie, Tom. Uh, he was the one that he was like, hey, man, you need to come check the city out before you make a decision on where you're going to live. The first day I come down, I end up meeting uh, my friend Jordan, who's a producer friend that I work with, and my friend Classic, who's one of my best friends. We ended up, you know, making music, freestyling, rapping, like all night. The first night I ever came, I was like, I, this is like a sign. I got to come down here. Um, and, you know, I'm still working with them to this day, uh, years later. Uh, but there's people even like, you know, from other songs like Sam Tenez, who really inspires me. Um, because not only is he also a ginger uh we also have the same birthday uh a few years apart but he is one of those people it's like the same thing this man has uh a, a lot of people that he cares about he has a family and he works for them and and and, and it's all love I'm, that's that's what i notice about the people that i generally try to work with are people that inspire me to be a better person as well um, because I think it's like that rising tide thing. You know, I feel like we can, we can really lift each other up, uh, when it's like some power Rangers some some team USA at the Olympics, you know, it's, you can't even Michael Jordan would be, or Kobe or LeBron would be ineffective playing five on one. You know, if you just had the greatest player in the world playing against a team, of all right players, you're still going to lose. No matter if you think you're the greatest player or not, because you need that team. You need that community of people that you work with. I have, I feel very fortunate that my music has allowed me to uh, start growing within and just helping create a community of, of friends like, I think that it's very important to find your own artistic voice. Um, but once you, I think you find that in a lot of different ways. And I'm, and I think we're all continuing to like find our voice every day, but there's something about sharing in the creation of something with another person that is uh, incredible to me. And that's, the fun that's the fun part you know um i could sit in a studio by myself all day and make 
thousands of songs. I've done that. You know, I have thousands of beats that I made as a producer over uh, before I even moved to Nashville that will probably never see the light of day. It's just me trying to get the 10,000 hours or whatever. Um, and, but once I started bringing other people into the fold, it's, it's like life. Right. And that's to me is like the coolest thing ever about what we get to do is that yes, we get to make songs, but we're simultaneously getting to know each other in that process. You know, I've ended up making a lot of my best friends. Uh, you know, it's like one of those, you know, people say like, don't go into business with your friends. I'm like, this is like the one business where I'm like, you know, I, I only want to work with my friends nine times out of 10. Uh, because those are the people that, you know, and, and we're not trying to, uh, to not put ourselves out there in this process. I think that's what it has really taught me a lot about is like being honest with myself, being honest with the listener, being honest with the people that I'm working with. Um, it's just like this depth of relationship that, again, a lot of people don't might feel those voices. That's like, don't share this information. This could be embarrassing or like, don't tell somebody that you're uh, feeling nervous about something or whatever. Like, but from all these relationships and these people I work with, I realize you know, you brought up the word vulnerability earlier and like that can be a very powerful thing. It is a very powerful thing. I think that is the uh, <clears throat> vulnerability is leadership because leadership is the act of going first and vulnerability is the act of going first. It's the act of opening without necessarily knowing if you're going to be with, 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 with without knowing whether you're going to be trusted, whether, whether you're going to be attacked Right. When in that vulnerable position, whether you're going to be taken advantage of in that vulnerable position, but you're saying, I'm willing to be vulnerable anyway, and I'm going to step into it anyway. And that is leadership. And I believe that plays out. I mean, you see that in, uh, in sales conversations. If you're willing to be vulnerable, you're willing to tell a vulnerable story, you're willing to tell who you are. And I mean, what's going on with, you know, be vulnerable about, uh, you know, I, I personally started many of my presentations with a vulnerable story about my daughter and, right. and what she went through. Um, obviously music that, you know, music is at its core, the most vulnerable music is the most powerful, the end. Right. And, and it's, there's no defense. Vulnerability is the ultimate weapon to the heart. There's no defense for, for vulnerability in a conversation, like in a marriage, in a relationship, an intimate relationship, almost anything can be solved by being willing to be vulnerable about where you're at. You, it just, it's, it's versus the, the other part, which is the lie of I'm okay. Right. And more of that isolation. Yeah. And isolation. Right. And that's, that was my first, you know, back to the first podcast I did about, uh, you know, the conversation about you was, was this, you know, this, this man that said, I'm going to be vulnerable in this song and I'm going to go. And that's, again, it's that, that's lead to me that vulnerability and leadership are synonymous. I like that. So, um, 
if you, you know, if you were to just kind of state your mission right now, where you're at today, what, what, what would you say like your mission is? My mission is to spread all the love that I can while I'm here. Um, I have a buddy that we, whenever we work on songs, uh, he kind of says, it's like this mentality of, um, he said, if we, if if we got hit by a banana truck, when we left the studio today, (laughs) a a banana truck, banana truck specifically. It was inglorious, right? It was not, not even a train, a truck full of bananas, right? We were hit by a banana truck. When we leave today, are we going to be happy with what we did? Mm. And that whenever he said that, I first of all laughed, but then I was like, that's very real. And I feel like that's, that's my mission is to make sure that, uh, (laughs) hopefully it's not a banana truck, but when my time comes, uh, that I will be able to say, Hey, like I did what I could. And I tried to leave this, this place a little bit better than it was before I got here. Um, maybe that, that comes back, uh, you know, talking about leadership. I was in Boy Scouts back in the day. Um, Eagle Scout did all yeah. scout camp, all these leadership camps and stuff like that. And that obviously made a big impact on me. Um, but that's, that was like their whole thing was like, you know, first of all, if you're camping somewhere, you want to leave no trace that you were there. Uh, but also it's like, you want to, if I can leave anything, it would hopefully be a positive impact rather than a negative one. And that's really the only thing that is important to me is that I just be the best person that I, that I know that I can be. And, and I stop giving myself excuses as to why I can't be or why I shouldn't do something um, because I believe that if I'm doing that, then everything else is going to, it's, it's like that faith. I'm like, I don't, I don't even really worry anymore about like, Oh, are certain things going to happen for, for my career? I'm just like, no, nah, it's, we're fine. Like it's mm. good. It's, it's going to happen. Like I'm just doing, I'm just doing what I need to do. And, um, what I need to do is, tell my story and try to let other people know, first of all, you're not alone. Secondly, you can do it Mm. too. And thirdly, that we're in this together. And that's the only thing that to me matters is like letting people see that they're awesome too. Um, Because the more that we realize that, the more that we can just like, I don't know, be there for each other more. And I, this is like kind of corny, but I, uh, I got the flu last year and my brother-in-law was like, Hey, uh, we always, we talk about some like anime stuff. I grew up watching like Dragon Ball Z every here and there and some other stuff. Yeah. So we watched the show Naruto and there's like a theme that runs through it. They brought, they keep like hammering it in, but it said those who desert their friends are worse than scum. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, um, I want people, you know, I want, that's part of my mission is like help people realize like, Hey, we are all part of this experience together. And the, the more that we realize that and understand that the, the better things will be in my opinion. 
uh, I don't know everything, but I feel like if we treat each other with love and, and respect and, and help bring each other up, then that's, that's the move that I'm trying to make. But let me tell you, brother, like you mentioned that I'm not alone thing. That is really one of the messages of this podcast too, because there's a lot of men out there. There's a lot of people out there that are feeling like they're alone. And that was one of, it's funny that you said that was one of my very first messages on this podcast was, and in fact, I end, I think the first or second episode with that statement, you're no, you're no longer alone. Um, Brother, if, you're trying, if, you, if your mission is to leave the world a better place than it was before, you, I can tell you mission accomplished. Like you are doing that. You are spreading your light. There's millions of listens to your songs and growing. Um, you've made an impact on me. You, your willingness to step through created a wake and, 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 and bring your light and your fire into the world when you were called to do it. Is not, I mean, it showed up for me, but you'll never know all of, you'll never see all of the other people that are reaping that. Right. And the, the message, uh, you know, just you're uh, the one message I keep getting is keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And, um, you've got like, you're, you're just, it, man, it's, it's seriously such an honor, like to have had you on, on this podcast as, like I almost think of you as like one of the like one kind of one of the found like my founders, right? Like yeah. my founders. I'm honored, man, for real. Like I it's amazing to me because that's the thing is we would the chances of us connecting if I didn't make music would probably be smaller. But thanks to that, you know, we're able to to not only have a conversation, but to, to really kind of, um, just, just keep it real. And, and that, like, what's the point if we're not doing that? You talked about co-creation and I got the honor of co-creating something with you today, Amen. which is, which is uh, incredible, man. I'm like, uh, you know, trying, trying not to go into fanboy, man. Like, but like, dude, <laughs> I love your music. I love it. Keep making it. And all of my listeners of the podcast, I'm going to post a link in the show notes to Justin's music on Spotify. I'm going to send you a link in there to my personal spiritual fury playlist that I use inside of my workouts. It's got a lot of him and his buddies in there. And uh, I would encourage you to go dive into his music when you need some fire, some inspiration, follow him, uh, continue to watch the trajectory that he is on. And, um, you won't be disappointed. And uh, like, seriously, brother, thank you so much for being here. Um, what's, any, where, what's next for you? Just real quick, like what's next for you coming? And then uh, where can people find you? Lay it out there. I'll put stuff in the show notes, but just people are going to want to find you. Hey, pr- first of all, seriously, Brian, thank you for having me. Uh, it's been great to chat with you and I hope I didn't talk your ear off too much. Oh man, all good. Uh, but yeah, no, I um, I have a lot coming up. Uh, I'm going to be dropping a uh, actually a, an album um, later this year. Getting the artwork worked on for that right now. Um, super excited about that. Um, and then my my real plan is to start just dropping even more music as we move into 2020. And the next step is going to be to start getting on the road, start touring, because uh, I believe that. As fun as it is, and I love being in the studio. I could be in the studio every day for the rest of my life. Uh, I, I believe that it's 
there is no feeling greater than that feeling of connecting with people. Um, and it's amazing because now I want to be able to go and, and meet more people like yourself who have, have heard stuff and be able to hear you share your story. And, you know, again, like creating that wake in another way, creating a whole new ripple. Um, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Well, come bring it, bring it to Dallas, man. Yeah. Bring it to Dallas. Absolutely. <laughs> People can find me at it's J U N G Y O U T H young youth on uh, Instagram and Twitter at young youth music, young youth.com. I'm out there. Just Google it. And, uh, and Brian, Brian will send you to the right place. I will, man. I, I really do appreciate you. And, uh, thanks for taking the time on this Saturday and, you know, you got it, brother. Well, will you come back? Let's go. All right. Awesome. So we'll, let's, we'll, we'll do another one here, uh, down, down the road and, and do a check-in on where things are going where things are at. And we'll, we'll get into some more, uh, some more fire and fury and, and real, keep it real and raw. So, <laughs> all right, brother, thank you so much. Uh, I hope I, I, I can, I know that if you listen to this, this podcast, you got a lot, there's so many gifts inside of this. And again, I just want to send honor and appreciation to my brother, Justin here. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the sales warrior podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your yeah. children, or your you soul. You Thank you so much for listening today. More really to come. Thank you. all And it's too late to care about my flaws. No. Cause I can see the sky is falling, falling Everybody wanna save the world, nah I look around and see them stalling, stalling So I ain't gonna take it anymore, nah, nah I know I can settle the score, yeah, yeah You say red light, green light I don't wanna wait my whole life Out of luck if you're looking for a fair fight Going up like all day and all night Come around like once in a blue moon What a man gonna call for the monsoon All the places and faces I once knew Waking up like a dream finally came true, yeah You ain't getting in my way now I don't ever wanna slow down Finally got it, this is my time, my time You ain't taking it from me now, from me now You ain't getting in my way now I don't ever wanna slow down Finally got it, this is my time, my time You ain't taking it from me now, from me now You ain't getting in my way now